0: All right guys, welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. We are bringing on Kim Speed today. Kim is a brand visibility expert, business mentor, speaker, recipient recipient of the most influential businesswoman in brand development and Amazon, best-selling author of Branding on a, so- a Shoestring. How to recreate your small business identity and increase sales results in 83 days or less. We'll definitely be talking about that, but, um, I'm very excited to bring her on. She is uh, an amazing businesswoman. I cannot wait to get her insights on everything. So let's go ahead, cue that intro, and then we'll bring her on.
1: Welcome to the business shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy.
0: Kim, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's
2: great to be here.
0: Yes, I cannot wait to get your expertise and hear all of your good insights. Oh Well,
2: I am happy to share and... Uh... <laughs> Love talking about all branding, so bring it on.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So um, where I want to start today is I would really love to know what your definition of a solopreneur and a business owner are, and if you think that those are two different things.
2: Well, actually, I do think that they are. Um, I think that a solopreneur is somebody that's um, starting out they've got a skill and they've got a talent, they've got a passion and they want to turn that into a business. And usually you start on your own, um, trying to figure things out because, well, a lot of people will start and they'll bootstrap, which is great. Um, But it doesn't really turn into a business until you start to um, figure out some systems, um, processes. And let me tell you, When I started that was not an easy thing because I came from the world of creative. I was in advertising and I had people that took care of all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, you know it just it doesn't come naturally. Um, I thought that I knew everything about it. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine, but there's a lot to learn. <laughs> yes. So you don't you don't become a business owner until you go through some of those crazy times.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. So I would love to know your personal experience with entrepreneur entrepreneurship and starting a business and growing from being you know it's just me myself and I to now I have a company. Company. Now I have a business. Um, so I would love to hear your personal story with that.
2: Well, let me start uh, with the fact that I never thought I was going to be an entrepreneur um, and mm-hmm. I laughed because I was um, watching some of your uh, videos and finding out about you. And that's something that you always wanted. I never did. I didn't even know the word existed. (laughs) Um, I always wanted to work for a corporation. I wanted to work in advertising and become a creative director. And I did exactly that. Um, It wasn't until the last recession when um, our company, we lost a huge client. And so there was a huge layoff. And I, I found myself without a job and I just assumed, um, that I was going to go and find another job, you know, that's just what you did. And that was fine. But during the time that I was at home, putting my resume together and working, getting in touch with people, I also got the time to spend with my kids um, who were, you know, kind of young at the time. And I didn't realize how much of their lives I was missing because I would rush out in the morning and I and I'd rush home at night and maybe get to see them for an hour at tops. In the meantime, I was paying somebody a lot of money to get the best um, part of the day with them. And then yeah. that I, I didn't realize until I had the opportunity to see it and be part of their lives. So I said, oh, you know, as much as I love, love, love my job, I want to be here. I want to be part of their lives. And right. so how can I do that? And that's when I decided to figure it out. And Um, I learned about being an entrepreneur. I learned, you know, I just started offering my services to people, um, so I could work from home and there you go, the solopreneur, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yep.
0: (laughs) Just starting with something going, here's what I got.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and it was, um, it was great in the beginning because I had so many people that I knew that would use my services. Um, But as that started to kind of dry up or people moved on to different companies and different things, you know, I didn't have a system. I didn't have a system put in place where I actually was proactive about thinking about new business and how that was going to happen. So all of a sudden, then I'd find myself treading water going, oh, my gosh, I had no income coming in. Um, so I rode this roller coaster of financial craziness, this is what yeah. we call it. <clears throat> and um, I really thought that at one point I was going to have to go back and find a job, yeah. but I didn't want to because I now realized what, <clears throat> what, a, what I wanted in life. I wanted to be able to be with my family. I wanted to be able to be present. I wanted to choose when I worked, who I worked with. Um, yeah. Yeah. So
0: does that answer your question? (laughs) It does. It does indeed. So where are you at with your business now? Like how does it look differently from when you first started it?
2: Well, the first thing that I did to actually turn things around was I had to admit that I didn't know everything and that there were other people that were going to be much better than I was at at doing certain things or that I actually had to put my hand up and say, you know, what I don't know everything. And when you work in corporate for a long period of time, that's not something you do. You don't admit that you have challenges or struggles because you don't want anyone to know. It's all like, you know, put on your best dress and, um, you know, it's a facade. Um, So I finally found a community of people that were entrepreneurs, small business owners. And that saved me because I was able to finally see them and hear them and hear that they had struggles too. And I was able to you know, sort of come out of my shell and admit, I need help. I don't need yeah. everything. If I don't help, I'm gonna be in the force. I don't wanna be. And my first hire was a coach.
0: Oh, okay. Very cool. So what was that process like for you? How was that whole hiring, you know, starting to outsource, delegate? What What did it look like?
2: The The first hire being a coach was like, that was um, a, a lifeline. So I needed yeah. that. Um, and it wasn't, I didn't think I was going to need anybody else until I started working with a coach that said, okay, you know, we're going to have to, you know, find somebody to do your financials. I have to admit, I'm really bad at that. And I really just don't like it. I and want to know what they are. And I want to understand yeah. it, but I want somebody to do it for me. Yeah. Um, so having a coach helped me realize that that was a really good investment. So that was my first um, or yeah. the second investment in having hiring somebody was to get somebody to do books um, and then somebody to do accounting. Um, but without that coach, I probably would have still been struggling long thinking, Oh, I don't have enough income yet. Or I don't know how, how much that's going to cost. Cause I didn't pay for that. And when I worked in corporate, that's my thing. <laughs> like I didn't worry about how much people were paid. Um, right. Yes. Yeah, so, so that was, those were my first two save my bacon (laughs) hires. So
0: how did you, how did you work through that fear of, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough to pay them, or I don't know if I'm making enough income because I encounter a lot of people who they have been capped in their business, right? They're 100% solopreneurs and they're capped with everything that they have to do. They've been wearing the many hats for quite a while. And so so you're looking at it and you're going, okay, yeah, it's probably time for hire, but their business is still kind of going through that phase of trying to get predictable income. And so they may not have that, that solid predictable income yet, but you can yeah. tell that they're running out of time and they're yeah. like, oh, I really need to hire, but what if I can't pay them? And so how does that, how did you work through that yourself?
2: Um, and I would say I didn't work through that completely on my own. And that's where the financial person came in handy is to actually make me look at some of the numbers and then, um, and the coach having, helping me to. See the value in what I did, and raise my prices, and put packages together, um, and put up an offer together that made sense for people that I was trying to help. Um, so, you know, <laughs> instead of just going out and you know, hearing people that you know, oh, you know, I have trouble with my um, messaging, or I have trouble with my brand, or I need a website, or you know, I would go, I can do that for you. I can do that for you. But, actually putting um understanding what I had to offer because I didn't really um understand how much I of an expert I was to small business owners until
1: Mm.
2: um I actually was because I actually started working with larger corporations and agencies and Mm -hmm. but I found that that was really um you know they had the upper hand with that and I wanted to yeah. have more control and more freedom. So um it was actually a small business owner that approached me and yeah I was like oh bing. You know, this is my ideal client. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh that's great. Uh, to have that ideal client walk in front of you and be like yes like this is
2: it. Just yes. And then the to questions. actually help them and see them grow, it was yeah. just like amazing. Like, oh, and that's helped me to really understand that I had value to
0: offer. Right. So can you tell me a little bit more about what your business does for people and how it helps people and what is kind of that expertise that you found and have been able to use to help people?
2: So I help people to really Gain confidence in who they are. So I work with a lot of people that are what I call letting and building entrepreneurs. A lot mm. of people that have um, similar stories to myself where they worked in corporate for a long period of time, but now mm. they want a business. Although they, they cognizantly, <laughs> they really do want a business. It, it's not an accident. They've been planning this. They just have, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. Um, so I help them to figure out um give them confidence to step into their own spotlight so that they're seen and become visible. And they become visible to the right people, the people that um, they want to be noticed by, to be seen, to be heard, and most importantly, remembered. So to Mm -hmm. actually help them figure out who that audience is and how they can stand out to them so that they attract them and that they have offers to um, give to them and then they start to grow. So I help people, uh, when I say I help people brand, so many people think all that is is actually the logo, the fonts, the colors, and website. But really, it's so much more, and it starts before that. It starts with who you are and how you want people to think about you.
0: Oh, perfect. That's That's a great transition into my next question, which what is branding? Like, what is it, and what is it not?
2: Yes. So I've,
0: <laughs> you're right. I was like, that was so, perfect. Like it led me right there.
2: <laughs> so a brand is um, think about if somebody that was your ideal client was going to talk about you, it's how they would explain who you are to somebody when you're not there. Yeah. It's what they think of you. It's, how um it's the values that you bring across it's the people that you attract the community that you attract and how you can help them if you actually think about your brand it's you could replace the word brand with reputation Mm -hmm. so your brand is actually reputation so Mm -hmm. you want to build a reputation and and a reputation is pretty important when you're trying to attract the right people so Everything that you stand for—it's um, the experiences that you provide. It's the—it's um, also the the way you look and feel. But that's where we start to get into branding. So branding is everything you use to help communicate what your brand is, and that's where you what you uh, what your logo is. What you look like. Um, your signage, your website, and your taglines. All of that is branding. All of those marketing types of pieces, those communication pieces that help people understand who you are, what your brand is.
0: Mm, Okay. So what are probably the three to five most important things that a business should focus on when it comes to
2: their branding? So the first thing is to actually understand um, who you serve and what their problem is. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So what is it um, that people are looking for? If um, people have a problem, then they're looking for a solution. Yeah. And you have to know that you solve somebody's problem. You have Mm -hmm. to have a solution. So what is it that you offer that solves a problem and who is having that problem? so really basics who's your client who's your ideal client and what are they looking for so yeah basic basic that's number one if you don't right. know that then um nobody's going to be listening to you yeah. so then you have to make sure that um you start to build that reputation with clear perceptions um values and um and then what, how are you going to deliver that so that yep. you, you have an experience? All of that, like even down to the way, you know, maybe you answer the phone or the, how um, fast you respond or you have people that are working for you respond so that they're feeling taken care of. All of that is things that build your reputation, your brand. So yep. they have to be considered. And I want to say that is far more important than how you look in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people wasting time with their logo and their website if they don't have any of the other stuff. They have to know what they're offering that solves the problem and for who.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I see a lot of people spend just countless hours trying to think of a name and think of a brand and they haven't spent any time, you know, solidifying their client, who their off, what their offer is, and then actually going and validating that offer. It's just,
2: and I was, yes, I was just going to say, you know, talk to these people. If you don't really <laughs> understand, go out and have conversations. That is how I, I am eventually turn things around is I have to start to listen. Um, yeah. I started to listen to what they were saying and start, uh, stop assuming that I knew. Yeah. Right. Because you don't.
0: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So what would you say are business owners best asset in terms of what, what do they have inside themselves that really helps them build their business and how can they utilize that to build visibility and really become a sought after authority?
2: Well, first you have to have desire to, because if you don't have a strong desire to be a business owner, um, I have to say that <laughs> a lot of people will give up because it's not really easy. It's um, <laughs> it's not. It can, be, <laughs> it can be really rewarding and it can be fun, but there's going to be some can I say it? Shit times. (laughs) Sorry. You're good. No, all language. Welcome. Okay. So yeah, there's going to be some shitty times and um, sometimes when it feels really dark and you feel alone because not everybody does this either. So you're going to have, and that's why it's so important to also find a network of people that um, are similar and entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and thinking the same way, because your family and your friends, a lot of them are not going to think the same way. And they're going to think they're crazy. Why are you putting yourself through this? This is ridiculous. So, yeah, yeah. desire. Desire.
0: <laughs> and how would you recommend somebody, do you think that that's something people build or something people have innately? What do you think about
2: that? Um, I think they have it in the beginning. Then they lose it. Um, but then I think if it 's really truly inside you it 'll come back that it's mm. it'll light, that fire will light again um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and it will light you faster if you find some people to support you
0: right so what would you say kind of drives your desire
2: um my why my why is the reason I started doing this and the reason I stayed doing this was family um, and to have some freedom and to have some choice of what I was doing when I was doing it and be present with the people that I want to be present with. Yeah. So whether that's my family or my friends, um, and that can, you know, right now it's almost switched. I feel like I'm in a bit of a sandwich generation. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my parents are getting a bit older. My kids are, are still around and they need me less, but My parents uh, need a little bit more. So I still feel like I want to be available and helpful, but I also want to be able to do some things that are fun. Like if I want to go to lunch or to the movies in the afternoon with a girlfriend. Yeah. So be it. I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Such a simple, a simple way to explain just the freedom that comes from running your own business. Um, But you know, I think there's so much more to it than that. And I appreciate yeah. you kind of, you know, sharing your why and and that it's deeper than that freedom, because I think a lot of people get drawn into entrepreneurship because of that idea of freedom. And then they come yeah. in and they end up creating jobs for themselves by being solopreneurs. And that's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, being a solopreneur is I think it's a decision. Um, It's just about deciding where you want to go. So,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Very cool. So what were some of the most important systems that you started to put in place as you grew your business?
2: Um, so I got, I started to get some more help because I, I realized I was wasting a lot of time. Well, it's not that I was wasting time. It's just that I knew I could, there was a lot to do. And I had to start to think about what were the money making tasks. Yeah. And hanging around in things like um, social media uh, were not good things, good reasons to make money. Like, yes, you can make money from social media, but it's a long game. So I needed help with that. I needed somebody that could help me with that. Um, so I, I got somebody that could help um that was better and more efficient with social media, yeah. um, and then I also got somebody just to help me be an, a, as an assistant. That was my next hire. So having p- somebody around to do some of those like and you know we meet every day and it's just like let's have a conversation. What has to be done and and she helps me a lot with that kind of thing and helps organize me. So just yeah. taking some of those little things off your plate so that you can go out and do things like this, meet um, people and present yourself and get exposure. It's yeah. all about building visibility. You yeah. have to be visible.
0: Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, that's so great. It reminds me of this story that I heard about somebody that said, if you have the cure, cure for cancer, that's great. But if you live in a bunker and you never tell anybody, then, Why does it matter? (laughs) It's like that. You may have a great product, but if it's never being shared or told or if people don't know about it, then it might as well just not be there. Yeah, which is. Yeah. Made me think of exactly like that. So, Yeah. yeah, this has been so great. So my last question to you is looking back now. What advice would you give to somebody who is looking to go from being a solopreneur to being a business owner? They know that that's the direction. What would be some of the first steps that you recommend they take?
2: So the first thing I would say is start to look at your numbers um, and, and your offer um, yeah. or offers. What are you putting out there and how are you going to bring some more Money in, or do you have enough money now to, you know, start to get some help to take some of those tasks off your plate so that you can actually start to go out and bring in more income, um, doing the money making tasks.
0: Yes, amazing. Thank you so so much. So I would love to ask you. I know you have a brand quiz. So can you tell me a little bit about that, and then can you tell me a little bit about where people can find you if they need help getting
1: visibility?
2: Yes, definitely. So I do have a brand quiz. If you would love to know more about your brand and where you are at in, um, maybe you're doing really great, or if you'd like to see where the gaps are and where you should be thinking about improving, then please take my brand score. And I believe it's get your brand So um, hopefully the, we can share that with,
0: yes, with I'll
2: include it in the description. Thank you. That's awesome. And if you're looking for me, my uh, website is purplemooncreative.com. moon, um, And I'm on Instagram as brand visibility expert. And um, I have a Facebook group called employee to entrepreneur society.
0: Amazing. Oh, thank you so, so much for your time. Is there anything else you want to add before we
2: finish up? Hey, you know What? this is um, being an entrepreneur is a great life. Um, the best way to succeed at it is to make sure that you get the right help. Mm. Mm,
0: That's a great way to end it. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. So let's go ahead and cue that outro clip. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening to the business shift where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.